From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Sherita Brent here with Wilts Couture, information technology expert with Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we'll talk about updating your tech devices. How often should you update and why? Should you notice obvious differences after updating? You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any questions or comments about updating your tech devices. 877-672-7464 is the number or send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilkes Couture information technology expert with Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we're going to be talking about updating your tech devices. How often should you update and why should you notice obvious differences after updating? You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any questions or comments about updating. Have you updated a device recently? Tell us, did it make a difference? If you have questions or comments about whether or not you should, maybe you have some fears, you need a little understanding Call us at 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Additionally, if you have any general tech questions, you can call us at 877-MPB-RING. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So folks at the job here are playing games with me this morning. So now when I get on the air, I usually spray disinfectant spray on everything, like the, the mouse, the microphones, it's in, in the everywhere. air. The room always does smell of Lysol when so they come in So this morning, here. Java like Chapman decided to hide all of the disinfectant spray bottles and it just has... Uh, yeah, disrupted me this morning. Thanks a lot, Java. Hey, on I just want to be clean. I don't understand. What is the big deal? Well, at least Java has no cooties back there now. We know right. he's good to go. Hiding Lysol. Man, okay. Uh, so what's been going on with you on the tech front this week, Wilts? Well, you know, kind of a, a, an interesting thing. It kind of ties in, uh, in with our topic this week. But speaking of updating, we've been uh, looking, trying to get some people this week over their fears of actually agreeing to update their iOS on their phones. It's it's amazing folks that will just ignore that little pop up and and I finally talked a few people into it this week and the comments I heard back is like that wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't so bad, you mm. know. Um so actually I've been finding updates a little bit this week. What are the fears of updating? It's going to change something and you know as That's much as That's what it's supposed to do, right? Yeah, I mean it really is and and quite honestly usually it changes it for the better. I mean one of the comments my uh, my boss actually said he goes you know, I finally did that update on my phone. I've been waiting for a couple of years to do, and, and the <laughs> audio sounds years. better. Oh, I mean, some people will just leave these things, like, forever. And um, and so, you know, yeah, it does make some things look a little bit different sometimes. And there's always going to be someone who doesn't quite like change. But, you know, always. especially being in IT, I mean, we're kind of we're kind of used to change. I mean, at least we ought to be, I guess, huh, Jeremy? It's par for the course, for sure. But I'd say uh, updating an iPhone is pretty safe simply because it doesn't really change that much. In fact, yeah. if you look at the interface from what it was to what it is now, 
it's not that different. In fact, it's it's pretty familiar, and I think that's what a lot of people like about iPhones. Yeah, you could pretty much pick up a 3S right now, and and or 3G or whatever they called them way back then. And it looked a little bit different, but the interface yeah. is roughly the same thing. I mean, it operates the same. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, meanwhile, with Android, when you update it, uh, your end call button may have been at the bottom of a screen in the middle, and then you run the update, and all of a sudden it's moved up to the top right or, you know, up further to the right. Yes, yeah, that would frustrate me. See, that's, that's why a lot of people don't want to update these days. For some reason... Android keeps changing, but that's not exactly for the better. I mean, oh, cool. It looks it looks neater. It does different stuff, but don't move the buttons. Keep yeah. the buttons mm-hmm. where they are. Your, 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 your users want that familiarity, and I've been frustrated with that by myself, and it changes so fast sometimes. It's like, golly, can we just make something stay the same for a little while? Exactly. Well, that was like my big complaint whenever Windows 8 came out. Right. Don't take away my start button. I couldn't I, believe it. I didn't oh, know what yeah, I was, that was even a looking huge at. Adjustment to be made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we've been having the start button in Windows since Windows ninety five. Right. And all of a sudden, you're going to up and just take it away. It's like, okay, come on, really, seriously, guys. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes. So so yeah, there can be a little bit of of hesitation. There can be a little bit of reservation on that. But but in general, but you, and we see what's happened. All of a sudden, the start button's back. Right. They actually listened. Right. A little bit. A little they bit. changed it. A, a good bit, but at least it's it's at least it's where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean it makes yeah. it hard from our side of things. It's like you try to walk someone through. Say, okay, click start. I don't have a start. Right. Um, <laughs> click the thing that looks like a window. It doesn't really look like a window. Yeah, right. Yeah. Click the oh, round you mean the little flag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes it hard on the tech side to actually right. get instructions up. So and I, I have will a question. Say, um, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, with Windows 10. Uh, these days it's kind of an update and pray type thing because we do see a lot of corrupted Windows 10 updates. I don't know if it's because they're rolling out the updates so frequently or what, but we see quite a few at the shop. Yeah, like the anniversary update. They just, or is that the one that uh, they're naming them weird things? Now. I don't know when these people chose to update exactly which version they were getting, but they usually come in and it's on the little spinning ring and it's like yep. uh, automatically repairing and they're like, I just ran an update. Yeah, sorry. Is there a thing, uh, such thing as a like a fraudulent update? Do you, is there a certain source that you should get your updates from absolutely yeah. most of your fraudulent updates are going to be like when you're online and you see like update your adobe flash player now or something like that usually your operating system update wilts have you seen like operating system hoaxes i've not seen that because i mean pretty much if you're running mac you're only going to be getting your your updates from apple if right. you're running windows you're only going to get from there it's usually those third-party apps right definitely your software antivirus. if it's out of date yeah and your antivirus or you know the always the nagging your computer's already infected by blah 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 yeah the yeah. hoaxes and um but yeah and you, like you mentioned adobe adobe that is one's a terrible all over the one. place yeah um, a lot of folks will fake for that one mm-hmm. um so what's the benefit to people of uh, fraudulent updates? Are they trying to steal your identity or get into your computer? Or what? Get into your computer or oh. uh, get you with some kind of a virus of some kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually these days it's it's some kind of software that just comes bundled with a bunch of junk. And then, you know, it's got the phone number call here to clean up your machine. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about yeah. uh, do you have to manually update things or can or can you set it to automatically update like apps? Probably update on their own how does that work uh, you have to set it in your phone or on your computer to automatically update now that is with the exception of windows 10 which will go out and do whatever it's got to do as long as it's got an internet connection yep. that you don't mark as metered in the settings which is most everybody um in some ways that's good and in some ways it's not because if something uh 
goes south with an app update, sometimes it can be a little difficult to back it up and get it back the way that you had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like with your phones, I mean, I know usually at nighttime I kind of notice, you know, my phone's going to update apps. I'll look in the app store on the iPhone every now and then, and I'll say, oh, this was recently updated. Yeah. And it just does it. And you're really kind of relying on, you know, I mean, the reason they're putting those out there are usually for bug fixes is what you're going to commonly see. It's going to be bug fixes or new features. But bug fixes, and what they mean by bug fixes is, is... some developer along the way, some user along the way has discovered, hey, something doesn't quite work the way that we think that it should, so we're going to try to repair that. So so generally those updates are for our own good, but every now and then I have seen where they'll like update, and the very next day there's another update coming out because they realize, hey, we fixed one thing and we broke ten. <laughs> we broke several others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you just – you never kind of know, and that's I think that's why a lot of people choose not to update. And I'm, I'm actually in that school myself, and I hadn't updated uh, in quite some time. Uh, on my iPads, especially just because I have certain uh, apps that are no longer able to run on yeah. iOS, and so I don't want to lose those apps, and so I just choose to not update. But it's also a machine that I only use for certain purposes, so it's not my main machine, which I do keep updated. So yeah. it is possible that you could lose things by updating. Yeah, Possibly, absolutely. Yeah. It's always a good idea to make uh, a ba- make sure you have a backup of everything before you do any kind of update, because ninety nine. Point nine nine percent of the oh, time, yeah. I'd say they succeed, but there's always that point oh oh one where they don't, and that's where you're like, "Wow, I just lost everything I had on my phone. How is that even possible?" But it happens. Hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, probably the bigger errors errors that I see is when it comes to some Windows updates. For the most part, Windows updates when you're putting them onto your PC, hey, they just kind of go smooth. You don't even realize it, and they move on. But it seems like you know every six, nine, twelve months. We do hear about there's a Windows update that went south. We had one uh, probably about a year ago, and it was an actual, it was a Windows update from Microsoft, and what it did is it caused Excel not to work. Wow. Well, and for a lot of folks, it's like, oh, well, I don't use Excel all that much. Well, my accounting department didn't quite see it that way. Right. And uh, it was it was literally shutting them down. We removed that particular patch. Everything went great. So, so in the corporate setting, typically we'll... You know, I usually wait off a little bit just to make sure that it's not, you know, before we'll sit there and say, hey, approved, it can go out. You have a little bit more control. At the house, it's a little bit harder to do that, but it's still possible. Agreed. And and when there's a new operating system that comes out, since that's more of an upgrade than an update, a lot of people will ask me, like, hey, when are you going to start using this? Um, truthfully, I'll start using it in regular practice about six to six months to a year after it comes out, after they've gotten most of the uh, big bugs fixed since they shipped it. Yeah, like, for example, iOS 11 is on the horizon. I think for September, they just released the public beta for yeah. that. So people can, you know, the programmer kind of people and the, the Uber nerds, I'll admit it, I'm going to probably put the, the early adopters. Online. Yeah, I'm going to try it out and see what it looks like. Um, but they'll put it on out there. And, you know, people probably hear that every now and then. You hear beta software. And what that is is usually before a big update comes out, they'll want to put that out there for some users, preferably some semi-skilled or at least savvy users to kind of run it through its paces and make sure something's not going to just explode. And so, yeah, iOS 11 just came out. I think it was yesterday they just released that for the public to start playing with it. Yep. Uh, in September, the official one will come out. You'll start seeing the notices on your iPhone saying, hey, update to iOS 11. Uh, by the way, a really cool feature coming on, and I love this, especially having you know a teenager just starting to drive. It will now be able to auto-reply if you're in a moving vehicle. It'll auto-reply no. to say... They're driving. They'll get back to you later. 
Android mm. Auto can do that as yeah. well. I, for some reason, Apple's been so slow on getting that feature. Uh, Google wasn't exactly Johnny on the spot with it either. I mean, Android Auto just rolled out in the last couple of months here two more phones before. Mm. I think it was only on like their phones. So, mm. yeah, it's it's good to see those features being added, though, because people do not need to be texting and driving. Do not be texting and driving, people. Yes, yes. If when, you're driving um, right now, get off the phone. <laughs> when updates become available, is there a way to see what exactly is being updated so then you can decide whether or not you actually want to do it? Generally, yes. It would depend on what the um, what the update is. For example, talking about the phones, usually if you look at your update screen when it pops up, you can actually click the details button and it'll tell you, it'll give you kind of a, uh, a layman's rundown of what's going on with it. Sometimes they throw a little nerdish in there too. Yeah. That's why, yeah, a lot of people don't read their update uh, logs or anything like that. Yeah, a lot of people are probably, I agree, move on. Right. right. Um, Windows updates, in my opinion, they're a, a lot more cryptic. You can actually see what updates Windows is going to put on there, but it's very much written in nerd ease, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, I'm a nerd, and sometimes I look at it going, I don't want to read that. You have to Google the error codes. I mean, they're, yeah. they're not written in any form of translation. I mean, yeah. translating, uh, it just doesn't work. I think we'd be better off reading them in Klingon. Right. Maybe, I know? mean, like, if you spent your whole life memorizing error codes, you know, it's, uh, well, I did all that. All I had to do was Google it. So all yeah. you got to do is make sure you have a st- solid internet connection. Yeah. But now, usually, some of your third-party apps do that a lot better. I like the you know the uh, the Apple listing that it gives you it's actually you can actually understand hey we're adding these features we're fixing these problems that we saw it kind of gives you an idea what you're getting into um same thing with like phone apps and such they do very good on hey we're you know it may just be something as vague as bug fixes or it could be hey we're adding this feature and we're you know like the chick-fil-a app updated this week i love the chick-fil-a app (laughs) and you know it was it was some improvements in the location services to make sure to get you to your right restaurant quicker there's a chick-fil-a app how how come i didn't know this everybody's got an app oh my god it is the best app can you place your order and pick it up (laughs) yesterday i was like sitting there okay i need to go to lunch what do i want chick-fil-a I'm sitting at the office. I went ahead and I keyed in. I want, you know, I got like a uh, grilled chicken salad and I wanted the lemonade because, oh, my gosh, that watermelon lemonade mint thing they have going yeah, on. It's, oh. it's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. So I like ordered I heard it. if you put uh, gin in it, it's good, too. Ooh, <laughs> that's a rumor. That's oh, a rumor really? I heard. <laughs> I, I think as, as IT, we need to explore rumors. Absolutely. That's really what we should do. <laughs> Rumor investigators. Yeah. But I was like in the dry, you know, in the parking lot at work. I went ahead and placed my order, told them exactly what I wanted. I wanted, you know, uh, light ice on this. I wanted extra this, that, and the other. And said, okay, place order. And what happened whenever I got to the, you know, it, it actually watches you. And so, no, you know, you can tell it to use your location services. It knows when I got to the restaurant, I clicked the button, said, I'm here. When I was getting out of my car in the parking lot, I walked in. I heard him say, uh, carry out for Wilts, walked in, Whoa. grabbed it, walked out the door, left the entire line behind. That is, in my okay, opinion, one of awesome. the best done restaurants. I mean, there's been times like in the morning, they'll call me. You know, from work, like, hey, look, we need some chicken biscuits for the for the office for a meeting in the morning. I said, okay, give me 15 chicken biscuits. Wilson's we'll on it with the chicken biscuits. Yeah, I am, baby. <laughs> and I walk on in, bam, there they just are. I mean, it, it, is, mm. it is great. Something yeah. to think about. Also, nice. don't gin and drive people. Don't right. gin and drive, don't gin and drive. for sure. Uh, yeah, wait till you get to your destination. Quick, quick email <laughs> before we go to the break. This one is from Dave in Cleveland. Is anyone else besides me experiencing major battery drain charge issues? I'm having problems since the 10.2, 10.3 software upgrades 
or updates. I've gone from an all-day charge to complete a drain within an hour during talk usage, less so with internet usage. I've tried to total factory reset and iCloud and iCloud iCloud down, download, but with no improvement. For example, this morning's usage from 8 a.m. to 9.53 a.m., going from 100% to 77% with no phone usage, inter- internet only. Suggestions. Get a new battery. Take it to a phone repair shop and have them put a battery in. Okay. Um, make sure you have some kind of a warranty with the battery. And uh, batteries can be a little uh, temperamental when you first get them replaced because they have to kind of recalibrate. So uh, give it a day, charge it overnight if it's still acting up. It's possible that you may have gotten a bad battery. Just let the shop know, and they'll put you another one in. Batteries can be really unruly sometimes. Yeah, they really can. I think the uh, currently the 6S still has the iPhone 6S still has a battery recall out there that a lot of folks he really. has the iPhone 6 64 gigs. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now another thing with the iPhone, what you can do is if you go into settings and there's a heading for battery, you can look down there and it'll tell you your battery usage like over the last 24 hours what is actually taking the most of your battery because we talk about updates and that is one thing that will really kind of eat eat up your you know sometimes apps are updated Absolutely. because they're eating up your battery for example i'm looking at mine and what's getting me a lot is background activity yeah mm-hmm. so you may not think you're using your phone but your phone is doing what it's got to do so so that might be one thing uh, for him to go ahead and look at is just look under there settings battery and look down and see what's using it. It'll give you percentages. Um, I think you can actually tell it. It'll show you, like, you know, time. I notice like, on social media, when I'm on social media, often my battery runs down because videos are playing. And there's you're so You're touching your much. screen constantly and yeah, it's lighting so up. Yeah, there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, I just got a Galaxy S8 Plus, And look what my battery life was. Whoa. 40 hours. And it still had five hours left when I took the snapshot. That is a nice-looking phone. Thank you. Thank you very much. This Recently is the Galaxy upgraded. 8. Plus. Yeah, I got this unlocked from Samsung because I was tired of being tied down to a carrier. Plus, it increases your resale value. Yeah. And I have been thoroughly impressed with this phone. So, you know Ooh. how the Galaxy Note 7 died last year and all that? Mm-hmm. Okay, it had this really cool feature called an iris scanner. And so, what it would do is it would use your eye to unlock your phone. And let right. me tell you, it's like that. Oh. As soon as you look at it, boom, it's unlocked. Oh, boy. Oh, it's super cool. I'll um, show you all over the break. <laughs> okay. Well, look, we need to take a quick break. Did that time. come with the uh, exploding battery option, or do they keep that one out? Nope. Oh. So far, this battery has just been the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want an iris scanner on my phone. Uh, if somebody wants to yeah. steal it, they have to take your eyeball, too. That's no. true. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll continue talking about updating your tech devices. If you are contemplating whether or not you want to update a device, whether it is your phone, computer, or tablet, give us a call. We'll talk a little bit about upgrading versus updating after the break 877 mpb ring is the number 877-672-7464 initially if you have any general tech questions or comments we'll take those as well 877 mpb ring or email everyday tech at mpbonline.org this is think radio this is an mpb think radio podcast to hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilkes Couture and Jeremy Thompson, and we are talking about updating your tech devices. Why should you update? What kinds of differences should you notice once you update? Give us a call. Let us know. Have you updated something recently? Your phone, computer, tablet? Did you notice a difference? Maybe you are a little afraid to update because you don't know what might happen. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. If you have questions about updating versus upgrading, call us 877-672-7464. And if you have any general tech questions, we'll take those as well. The number is 877-MPB-RING or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. So I'm really intrigued now by this iris scanner thing, Jeremy. So you said it will cooperate with glasses. Sometimes. The okay. lighting has to be just right. Sometimes I do have to take them off, but most of the time it'll even get me through my glasses. Which so someone cool. else can't put on your glasses and get into your phone? No, absolutely not, oh, okay. because it, it looks at the iris of your eye. So that's, that's all its snapshots. And then if it doesn't match, no entry. Did you have an iPhone before this Samsung Galaxy 8? Mm, I had an S7. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I was going to ask you to compare the two. model. Well, I was uh, I was uh, having battery issues with my S7. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't last, but maybe like six or seven hours, which with what I do, I need my phone to last way longer than that. And so now having this thing, I don't even have to charge it at night. I can just leave it on my nightstand and use it another day. That's Is there awesome. a flash on the front frontal camera? There's not a flash. Okay. No flash. I've only had one one phone. It was the HTC Inspire mm-hmm. that had the flash on the front, and that was just the most the most amazing thing. Right, right. So I don't, I don't know if you can compare the two because you've not had an iPhone, but um, from what you've heard or what you've read, why would this Samsung Galaxy 8 be better than the iPhone so, 7? you know, there's always that school of uh, iPhone or Android, <laughs> and for me, it's always the custom customizability. Um, With an Android, you just have a lot more control over what your phone can do. And especially because mine's unlocked, I've got even more control. I can go to any carrier I want. I can get a prepaid prepaid plan with this. I I have a lot more freedom. And that's that's what I like about using Android. Um, There are more um, updates that do change things. And um, sometimes it does take a little while for uh, the newer versions to catch up. But so far, this has been a super solid phone. I've been very, very pleased with the battery life. The iris scanner function works really well. And it's still got, you know, fingerprint and all that stuff. I I don't actually use the fingerprint scanner, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's even got extra features where, like, you can bring your notification bar down with a swipe of your fingerprint scanner. So just little little extras like that. It's just kind of like... Well, he's holding the phone in his hand already. How can we make it easier for him to access it? So That's cool. Um, I'd say with the Android phones, you get a little bit more technological advancement a little quicker than mm-hmm. you do with an iPhone. They kind of they, they play it safe with a lot of their advancements. And I'm still loving my Dell XPS 13 laptop. Yeah, yeah. I am using the fingerprint scanner now as yeah. well, which I've never used on a laptop, which is cool. Yeah. What is not cool is I ordered a protective cover from mm-hmm. Amazon, and I cannot get it on. As a matter of fact, I have it with me, and I'm going to get one of you guys to see if it'll fit or not. I'm, I'm just going to sit it back. I'm curious if it doesn't if it just doesn't fit because I've got the. Uh, Oh, what is it? It's a Latitude 13 or uh, I can't even think of the name of my own laptop right now. <laughs> I think it's an Inspiron, but it's it's basically the same thing as what you've got. It's just like a step down. So ours are very similar and it could be one that fits mine. So I might just buy it off you if it's not like pink. OK, yeah, a little <laughs> little interest, uh, charge a little interest. Morgan is in Tupelo <laughs> with an iPhone battery question. Good morning, Morgan. Hi, good morning. How are you all? Doing great. Wonderful. Great. Good. 
So I actually have two questions for you all this morning. Um, I tuned in just as they were, as you guys mentioned, the iPhone 6, 6S battery recall. I actually have an iPhone 6S, um, and I get pretty good battery life. Like, it lasts a whole day, but I I can't go an entire day without charging it, so I was wondering about that. And then my second question was about my laptop. I have a 2010 MacBook Pro um, that is obviously getting a little older, but I need to make it last for another year or two. And um, currently um, I'm getting to the end of my memory life and programs on the computer are running very, very, very slowly to the point that it's almost painful. So I was wondering if you could have any Okay, uh, I think we kind of lost you there, but we can help. Uh, regarding your MacBook, 2010 was a great year for the MacBook. That was one of the most solid MacBooks that they've ever put out, and also one of the only ones that you can still expand things like your memory and your hard drive and so forth. So I would suggest either a 500 gigabyte solid state, or if you keep a lot of photos and stuff on there, you might just want to go with like a one terabyte uh, laptop hard drive. And I recommend the Western Digital Black just because it's very solid. It comes with a five-year warranty. It's it's top dog when it comes to hard drives. Um, as far as your memory running out goes, um, usually with the speed of the computer, uh, usually reinstalling the operating system will fix that. So when you put a new hard drive in there, you'll kind of have to do that anyways. So I recommend just uh, get you another hard drive, reinstall the operating system, and see if that doesn't do what you want it to do. If it doesn't, then you might want to look at putting just a little bit more RAM in it as well. Uh, but that should all be fairly easy to do. If you take it to a local shop, they should be able to help you out. Okay, uh, great. And do you know about how much I'd be looking at spending in order to do that? Ooh, that's all going to depend on the shop you take it to. Um, I would if just kind of shop around. Yeah, yeah. If you bring it to Hattiesburg, I'll take good care of you. But uh, as far as uh, other places go, I would just kind of shop around because sometimes uh, when it has that Apple on it, people tend to add a little more premium to the price. Okay. All right. Now, yeah. regarding the battery issue on the phone, Wilts, you want to take that one? Well, I was going to say the one thing with the battery issue is is it's a really quick, easy, go online, do a quick Google for iPhone 6S battery recall, and you'll go, okay. to the, you'll go to the Apple website, plug in your serial number. It tells you where to find it. It's under settings and about. Plug in that number and it'll let you know if your phone is one of those that is actually eligible for that. If so, it's it's as simple as just literally taking it in and getting it swapped on out. There's no cost to you whatsoever. So definitely worthwhile to do. Both my wife and my son's phones were both eligible for it. So it made it really kind of short, sweet, and simple. What their problem was is they were kind of getting down to where it's about, you know, it showed like 20, 30% battery. Next thing you know, the phone would just cut off. So, so yeah, there were some strange problems out there with it. Now, with the last case regarding that battery, that, that user was getting about an hour to two hours out of his battery, which definitely sounds like something that needs to be replaced. But because you're getting about half a day out of yours, I would say you might want to check on your app usage and make sure that there's not something that's burning up battery that maybe has an update that, you know, they've optimized it for battery life. Uh, just take a look at your different settings and see. And if not, yeah, look at look at uh, if that battery is covered. And if it's not, then, again, go seek a professional's help and get you a new battery. Great. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Okay. Right. Well, Thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Morgan, for your call. We'll stay on the phones. We're going next to Eddie in Meridian. Wants to know about updating a track phone. Good morning, Eddie. Hey there. Yeah, I've got a uh, track phone. It's an Android smartphone. Uh, it's an Alcatel brand. And uh, it's not a big deal, but uh, I go in my settings and uh, look at a 
system uh, update, and I click on a button for that, and it says uh, cannot connect the server. Now, like I said, that's no big deal. The, I'm okay with the phone and everything. Is that unusual, or uh, I, I don't know? Um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with these Android uh, uh, names. Like, I think I've got KitKat. Okay. So um, it sounds to me like uh, you need to check your signal and make sure, like, you still have Internet access on the phone when you get that message? Yeah. Uh, well, are you talking about signal strength? Yes, sir. Or? Yes, sir. Really? Well, that uh, I have never thought about that. I didn't know you had to have a certain amount of signal strength. Well, generally, if it says can't connect to server, there's a problem with your connection, and typically that's because you're either not close enough to your towers to get uh, 4G or 3G, or uh, there could be a problem on their end. But most likely, it's it's a connection issue on your end. Yeah, it's a 4G phone. Uh, yeah, I just had never thought about that. That uh, It kind of makes sense. They're saying that you ain't got enough signal strength to uh, handle all this uh, update. Correct. Right. Now, you want to also keep in mind that downloading an update over your 3G or your 4G is going to eat into your data quite a bit. So what you probably want to do is find a good solid Wi-Fi connection and download the update through that. It may not even allow you to update through your data connection. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't have a, a, I don't have a, a Wi-Fi connection, like I said. And, uh, uh, well, I, didn't, I did not know that. I searched the Internet on this, on this thing a while back, and I couldn't come up with anything. Yes, sir. That gives me something to uh, to look into. Well, is, is it is it well? Uh, like I said, um, and I, I I've had some other uh, track phone. Well, I've had some other track phone types like, uh, and they would do that automatic thing where the little uh, little Android guy would come up on the screen, right? And you know, then you and it would update like the super loaded update like that. Well, it's uh, it's possible that uh, it, that there's an update out there for you. It just doesn't have a connection to download it. So I would pop into a coffee shop or uh, you know McDonald's, something like that, and uh, connect to their Wi-Fi and see if you just haven't had the strength, to, the signal strength to download the update. Okay, then uh, I'll do that. Appreciate it. All right, absolutely. Eddie, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. I was trying to like update some apps. Oh, you're not on Wi-Fi. You must get to right. Yep. You can toggle that setting off in most cases, but it's better to leave it on yeah. because it'll just eat up your data. All right. Going to take a quick break. When we get back, we have Andrew and Diamond Head and Don in Memphis, and we have a couple lines open if you want to join the conversation. We're talking about updating your tech devices this morning. If you have updated recently, let us know how it worked for you. Did it or did it not work? If you have any questions or comments about how to update or why you should, call us at 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464. We are taking your general tech questions as well. You can also send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.com. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Wilts Couture, information technology expert with Nucor Steel, Jackson & Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And today we're talking about updating your tech devices. And Jeremy has a really cool device in here. What's this thing called, the Samsung? It's the Gear 360. Gear 360. Yeah, so I got it with my phone. Uh, they had a deal on it. But, yeah, it's, it's super neat. Um, it can do Facebook Live. Um, it can, can it? Do, yeah. In yeah. 4K? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Now, streaming that, you know, over Facebook, it's going to cut the quality of it. I doubt you're going to get actual 4K rendering on Facebook. Well, see, so does Facebook stream in 4K? They'll, no, yeah, they they do. Don't do, They'll they. do what they call HD. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. you'll get, you'll get quote, quote, Facebook HD. HD. Yeah. Their version of but HD is like grandma's HD. You can move the camera around, just kind of move your finger around, just drag it around there, and you can see all around the studio. Wow. So it's got two okay, cameras. So you have an app on your phone. Mm-hmm. You okay. have to have an app that ties in with it, but it can do recording on its own like a GoPro or anything like that. How much can it record in one uh, instance? uh, With an SD card, you can get about two hours out of it. Now, I'm not shooting in 4K right now, so definitely with 4K, that would be reduced a bit. But, um, yeah, it's got the two cameras on the side there, so it gives you like a 180-degree view of both sides, and then it sort of stitches it together. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. I've, I've enjoyed having it. It's a cool little gadget to get with the new phone. Hmm. We'll have to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, i tell you what. As, uh, whenever the show ends today, you distract Jeremy <laughs> and grab it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Master plan constructed. Yeah. Check it out, dude. Scroll Andrew down. is in Diamond Head with a question about Android updates. Good morning to you, Andrew. Uh, good morning. I really enjoy your show. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Um, I'm a tech professional. I'm sure the, the guys you've got uh, in the studio today can identify that everybody uh, avoids change. You know, normal users, you know, if you get a new device, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a pain in the butt to figure out the new OS and the same thing with updates and upgrades. Everyone's scared of the change. But I've noticed uh, one of the things that I've done to kind of ease the pain, I am an Android user, but I've been sticking with the same brand of, uh, phone manufacturer for some time now, and I noticed that uh, my girlfriend, who is historically using Samsungs, and I've always used LGs, you know, the different manufacturers, even though Android is pretty much Android over all manufacturers, the different, the different phone manufacturers do have different overlays, and I think sometimes people will swap, they'll jump from manufacturer to manufacturer when they, up, when they buy a new phone. And then the, the pain of dealing with the new interface where your buttons are are increased a little bit. So I always invi- advise my users to find a good mid-priced manufacturer of a phone and replace that phone a little bit more often because you don't have as much invested into it. But uh, if you're a Samsung person, you know, the Samsung will mostly look like a Samsung. Right? There will be some updates that will change things, but it's not like swapping from HTC to LG or anything. And I just wanted to get your comments on that. I've been a LG Stylo user since they came out, and I my interface fully updated still looks like the original phone I had three or four phones ago. And I just thought that would be a good tip for everyone if you, if you have to – you know, if you have to deal with a little bit of pain, don't make it worse by switching manufacturers, even though it's still Android. Well, I definitely agree. Uh, it, between manufacturers, you're going to get some different flavors there. Um, uh, when we were talking about the updates earlier and the buttons actually moving, that was actually an update that happened on my own phone. And it was Samsung rolling out a new version of Android where they just moved everything around. So it was super frustrating. And I put myself in the shoes of our listeners and I'm like, 
man, if I wasn't, I mean, if I didn't know what I know about tech, I would be super frustrated right now. I, I expect things to change, but a lot of people want that familiarity. But definitely sticking with your manufacturers, you'll get a more familiar environment, whether you go Samsung or LG or whatever. Yeah, I think it comes down Absolutely. to that. Yeah, that difference between, you know, there's there's change and then there's consistency. Right. And, you know, changing but at least staying consistent with what we expect can make a huge difference. So Okay. Hey, I really love your show, guys. Thank you very much. All right, thank Andrew. You. Thank you for your call. Uh, we're going to get to you in just a second, Don. We do have an email to get to. Um, Bill wants to know, is Windows 10 susceptible to the new uh, Pedia ransomware? And this ransomware has affected uh, about 65 countries now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Originated in Ukraine, I read it. Yeah. Make sure you're updated. And and kind of going back to what happened whenever the WannaCry first came on out, even though older operating, I mean, I know there are people out there that are still running XP. It's okay. We understand. Microsoft has put out an update for even unsupported versions protected against this. Yes, this particular variant, all versions of Windows are vulnerable. Actually, if you go to mpbonline.org slash everydaytech and look in our blog, there is actually a blog post we put up um, regarding WannaCry that actually has links inside of it to where Microsoft put updates for those older versions. So Yeah, for XP, you can't... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You can't go to uh, automatic... uh, You can't go to updates to get it. You have to go to Microsoft's website uh, to get it, and we have the links up on the page to go directly and get those uh, those packs to uh, to patch it. And that includes Vista as well, or, you know, if anybody has some, you know, just whatever, go there. And if you kind of doubt, if you're wondering, hmm, well, I wonder, well, I'm running Windows 7, do I have it or don't I have it? Here's a really cool thing. Go there, find the link, download it. It's like less than a meg. It's tiny. Mm. Run it. If you've already got it on your computer, you know what will happen. It'll pop up saying, hey, you've already got this update on your computer. Click cancel, go about your day, but, you know, better safe than sorry. But, yeah, it's making its rounds again, folks. And also for Windows 7, the the patch should roll out through Windows Update, so you can go into Windows Update and run your updates, and that should get it as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don is in Memphis, wants to join the conversation, talk about an iPhone battery. Good morning, Don. A lot of batteries this morning. Morning. Oh, yeah. Morning. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for calling. Thank you for your show i listen to you i drive uber i listen to you and the gestalt gardener and i like both of them oh thank you cool a while back i had an older iphone and the battery started dying so i took it into my local battery shop which has batteries for everything and they said oh yeah we can replace that battery and they did and my phone worked great for about six weeks and then the uh operating system started acting all squirrely i took it in they said well that's your phone it's not the battery i take it into apple they said, yeah, we can fix that. They took it in the back, and they brought it back a few minutes later and said, well, you voided your warranty because you put in a non-Apple battery. You should have brought it to us. So fair warning, if you're going to replace an iPhone battery, take it to Apple because if you take it somewhere else and then you have a subsequently have a problem with your phone, they're not going to help you. Now, I wound up trading up and getting a 6S, and I like it, but uh, – there is a downside to going somewhere other than Apple for a battery for an iPhone. Well, definitely, if you're within your one year of first having your iPhone, you should absolutely refer to the manufacturer to get a replacement. Um, it's Most people seek that battery repair after a year or at least a year of having that phone. So uh, usually the warranty is already out by then so it's not really relevant however for anybody who just purchased the phone yes if you're having problems take it back to the manufacturer 
Well, I had had my phone for two years, but since I put a non-Apple battery in there, mm-hmm. they would they wouldn't help me, and I wound up having to buy a new phone. Right. So well, Apple warning. Apple can be fairly draconian when it comes to servicing their stuff. That's very true. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they were very they were nice about it, but they handed me my phone back and said, "No, you need a new phone." <laughs> so <laughs> right. I a new phone and. I love my new phone, but I wasted that money on a battery that I could have paid a little bit more and gone to Apple and gotten a brand new battery, and I'd be fine. Sure. Yeah, that that would be that would be frustrating. Yeah, they get uh, well, like you said, Jeremy. Just make you know whatever you're doing. I would definitely reach out. You know, it's always good to reach out Absolutely. to the manufacturer on just to that. see if there there could be a recall. There could be they could cover it. They could cover it. So definitely check yeah. with them first. Yeah. All right, Don. Okay, thank you. Love your show. Thank you for listening. No, I will say there's a lot of different ways that batteries can die, and one of them is people get these cheap chargers from the grocery store, and they Mm -hmm. plug their expensive $700 iPhone up to that cheap charger, (laughs) and over time, that will kill it. So if you don't address the charger as being the problem, it'll just kill another battery. So Don could have had a uh, a bad charger there, and that may be what, you know, those cheap, iPhone. those cheap charging cables they charge horribly. Oh, yeah. oh, they do. I've been in a desperate situation and just yeah. needed and stopped by a store. Right. And I had, it charged 1% in three hours. <laughs> yep. This is a waste of money. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and don't ever overlook, you know, we were hearing a lot of uh, callers today talking about batteries. Don't overlook your updates. A lot of times these apps that are draining your battery down, um, you know, it, you may be thinking, oh, is the battery is bad. Oh, the phone is bad. It could just be you got a bad app on there. It could just be you... You installed this game that was the, oh, my gosh, I got to have it game six months ago. Well, you know what? The thing's still doing background activity and sucking your battery down, and mm-hmm. you don't even play the thing anymore. Take it off of there. Go under settings. Go look at battery and see what's draining it. Don't, you can instantly tell when a, an app is kind of malicious just by oh, the yeah. pop-ups and different things that just cause it not to, to run smoothly. Yeah, exactly. Not, not everybody has that sense of... Hmm. Maybe this is slowing my phone down. Mm-hmm. So I remove a lot of, especially on Android phones, because there's so many more apps that you know can supposedly offer assistance right. or do something cool. I remove a lot of that from Android phones that are slow, and it you know it fixes them almost immediately. So any of those cleaner master programs, oh, gosh, any of that yeah. stuff, it, delete it, remove it. It's not doing anything. And the exact same thing on your desktop and laptop computers as well. There are plenty of garbage apps out there. That will, you know, I mean, hey, you know, we talk about batteries, laptops, battery power is important, too, Um, or just performance. I don't know how many times I hear people, you know, the big complaint, my computer is just going so slow. And you get on in there and they have 10 toolbars installed and, you know, fixmypc.com.net. All that garbage. And you remove that out of there. And next thing you know, all of a sudden, hey, it's just like a brand new computer. You don't have to go the expensive. It's not always the expensive route. Look at the simple stuff first. All right, more calls to get to. 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation. We're talking about updating devices. Have you updated one of your tech devices recently? A phone, computer, tablet? Did it work? And if you're wondering what to do um, uh, when it comes to updating, wondering uh, how you should update, call us at 877-MPB-RING. If you have any general tech questions, we'll take those as well. 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Tyler is in Louisville. Good morning to you, Tyler. Is it Louisville or Louisville? I don't know how to say these things. Louisville. Louisville. I was right the first time. Uh, so yeah. you want to talk about a, a Nokia phone. Nokia. Yeah. Do you know those old school Nokia phones? Like, oh, I used to have one and I just loved it. 
Um, it's like uh, the candy. The candy like they used to call them the candy bar phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throw it against oh, the wall man. and then pick yeah. it up and put it back together. Yeah. Yeah. Is there no way to what what service provider could I go with to to utilize that phone again? Because I have the phone, I just need uh, someone that has the two G network. Well, most of those were also analog. Uh, they had a big yeah. analog component to them, and that just doesn't exist with current carriers anymore. They've just discontinued using that. Now, now there has been some buzz that those phones, a new version of that same phone, may be on the horizon. I've been seeing some uh, some talk that Nokia may be putting it back out there. Yeah, Nokia just fell off. They used to be the uh, you know the bee's knees, and now oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they're nothing. But I had uh, anyways. I, I had like there's someone like the iPhone. Like I had. I bought an iPhone 6 Plus like two or three months after they first come out. And right off, right out of the uh, door, I had like an issue with the uh, earbud jack on it. Like uh, it was all staticky and you had to turn it a certain way to get it to connect and play. Um, and if you bumped it, it would stop, you know, playing through the earbuds. So I, uh, I bought the Apple Care, of course. And, um, so I ended up taking it back, and they replaced my phone. Well, they gave me a refurbished phone. And uh, whenever they did this, like now my, uh, ever since then, my operating system, whenever I hit my phone icon, it, uh, it'll bring up my phone, and uh, it'll be like, it, it'll freeze on me. And it'll stay that way for 15 seconds, and then the system, and then that, uh, that application just completely crashes. And then I can bring it back up again, and if I hurry and push where I want to, then it'll work, but uh, I'm, I'm through with Apple. I'm, I hate iPhones. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't like the Android operating system. I want to go with uh, the freaking Windows because I already have a Surface Pro and an Xbox. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just wanting to vent because I freaking hate them. Oh, I'm saying tech <laughs> frustration is a real thing. Textration. That's that's why those old Nokia's were so good. You could throw them at the wall and they'd take the wall down. That's I mean, right. The phone would still last. I wish those things were still operational. We were a couple of letters away from getting a call from the FCC. Just <laughs> <laughs> I got nervous. All right, thanks for your call. Let's well, stay on the phones. Rick is in Madison. Good morning to you, Rick. Hello. I wanted to comment on the battery problem and then ask something about um, phone service. I had one of the early six S's, and my battery worked fine, uh, pretty much. Uh, but what I had was intermittent. Uh, the, intermittently, the phone just cut off. And that got to be a hassle, and uh, so I went in, and when they told me that the battery problem was causing the uh, the phone to cut off, so they gave me a new battery under the warranty, which means I've got a new battery after using the phone for about six months. So that was, that was a good benefit. Oh, yeah. I live in an area of, of uh, South Madison County that doesn't have very good AT&T um, cell service. I've got, like, one or two bars, so if I move the phone around, uh, if I'm talking on it, it breaks the connection sometimes. What can I do to get a, a better signal at the house? Uh, is there something I can buy to put in to amplify the signal? Well, interesting. I had that exact same uh, question where I'm at out in Rankin. We're a little bit, uh, I'm kind of at the edge of where AT&T is you know, decent. Every now and then I'll get no signal in the living room even. They have a little thing that they'll sell called a micro cell. And that you would plug that up inside of your home, you plug it up to your home internet. Now, this also presumes that you have high-speed internet at your house because what it will actually do is it will use your home internet connection 
to offset and kind of make an additional cell tower, a personalized cell tower just for you. Um, now, they will run 100 to 200 bucks, but they do a great job. We have a couple of different teammates. We've had to use this for Verizon as well. So a lot of your carriers will have these, um, that, especially when you live in these areas. Pardon? You get that through the carrier? or Yes. Yeah, you would just you know call up AT&T. Uh, they will actually sell them like on the Amazon and everything else, but kind of in my opinion, because you have to register your phones to them, personally, I would actually go through your carrier. You know, in yours, in my case, it would be AT&T. I would just contact them. There is no price advantage to going really to Amazon with it. Okay. And with some of those boosters, you have to have uh, some sort of approval uh, from the FCC, I think it is, or yeah. something like that. So you it, definitely going through your carrier will... Uh, for you up of any responsibility on that end. And the other nice thing is sometimes just letting the carrier know, hey, I got a really terrible signal on out here. It may be also, while you're doing that, they may just say, hey, we can send somebody on out. Let's just see if we have a cell tower problem in your area. And, you know, it might be only 25% of the time, but they may fix it that way too. So, All right, Rick. Okay. Thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. Okay, more calls about chargers. Brent is in Hattiesburg. Good morning, Brent. Hey, um... Uh, you guys were talking about chargers and cheap chargers uh, messed up your battery earlier, and I was curious if that was like the 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 part that plugs into the wall of the car that that has the USB port in it, or if you were talking about the cables themselves. Uh, me and Wilts just looked at each other and simultaneously said both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really want to watch out. Those ones that you pick up in a gas station and everything else, you may be thinking, hey, I just need it to get me, through the, uh, get me through the day, get me through an emergency. I would highly recommend always just keep another uh, a good cable around. That doesn't mean it has to be Apple branded. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned on the phone before a company called Anchor, A-N-K-E-R, makes some great products that are less expensive. But just keeping a quality item uh, handy is helpful. If it says made for iPhone, it should be okay. It should be, because that requires certification from Apple. All right, Brent, thank you for your call. Uh, Debbie is in Louisville. Good morning, Debbie. Hello, Debbie. You're on the air. uh, Great. I've got a question. I am a Samsung user, have been ever since the phones came out. And I have always used Samsung chargers the whole nine yards. I have an S7 and the screen broke, and I had a remote charger. You know, you set it down on top, and it was a Samsung. Wireless charger. So when the screen broke, I went, got another Samsung S7, but it will not charge if you put it on top of the wireless charger. All right. So uh, same case and everything that you used with the previous one? Uh, sounds to me like the the mechanism in there that supports the wireless charging is just malfunctioning. So could be another one of those refurb swaps. Okay. Yeah, something sounds off. Yeah. All right, a couple things before we end the show. Jeremy has a poem. Also, this is going to be my last everyday tick. I know we're here. Yeah. We are quite here. sad. Making the, the announcement, yeah, I'll, I'll be leaving MPB. This is actually my last week, so this is my last show hosting with, with you guys, and I have enjoyed you very much. It's been very yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. You, you gave us our big break. You brought us on out here. You did. You yeah, did. I don't we want to say that at the beginning now. of the show because I don't want people calling crying. I got no. you. Right, and, and this phone should, I mean, this, this show should have been titled Charging Problems with Your Phone. 
Right. Yep. That's your point. Okay. Go ahead. We've had fun here talking tech and sharing laughs, discussing computers, phones, and apps. It's been real, Ms. Brent. Remember your nerds when you hit it big. We wish you the best with your next gig. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. You're thank welcome. you, Will. We are definitely miss you. Uh, we thanks to everybody you. who called in. If you did not get to call in or if we did not get to your call, Sheila, send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Java Chapman, thank you for running the board. And our intern, Patrick, was a call screener. Stay tuned. The original Southern Remedy is coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.